Hello, Queenie Buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jinlin, and today I want to talk about routines with toddlers and how you can actually use them to kind of help yourself get stuff done. Um, and what I want to start out with is kind of embarrassing. I'm going to tell you guys like what bedtime used to look like, and I'm going to talk about more than just bedtime, but just for you to get an idea, because like the morning time routine doesn't really apply to some of the other stuff I'm talking to, but talking about, but, um, this is what bedtime used to look like with the baby. So I would make a bottle cause it was bedtime and I would start feeding the baby the bottle. Then I would probably realize that she, I forgot to change her diaper. So it's like, okay, feeling the diaper, is it wet? Like, should I really change her? Can it, this last all night? I don't know. You know, when she was waking up every few hours, I didn't really worry about it because she's going to be up in a few hours anyway. But um, as she started sleeping longer and longer, it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot that. And there's probably been a couple nights where she actually did wake up because of the diaper. Um, and there's even been, actually there's been some times when I know I changed her diaper before I put her to bed and it still, like it leaked. So, you know, it's not always due to me forgetting or whatever. But after that, I'm feeding her the bottle. Then I go to put her in bed and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's in like shorts. <laughs> she's going to freeze because she's not going to keep a blanket on her. Um, like a while back, if I put a blanket on her, she, it would actually wake her up. So, um, and then I go to get her in her crib and it just wouldn't be ready for her. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that as I'm explaining the other routine. But basically I'd be holding her in one arm, trying to get everything sorted in her crib so that I could lay her down to put her to sleep. And sometimes that would wake her up. Um, need a pacifier? Mm -mm, have no idea where the pacifiers are. They're all over the place. And then finally getting her down, closing the door, have a few minutes of peace. Oh, and I got to wash bottles for tomorrow, but there's like four on my dresser or on my nightstand in the bedroom. And there's no way that I'm opening that door at this point. So that was kind of like, not every single night, but it was like that. And then it was trying to get the baby to sleep and it was a fight. I mean, there would be nights where it was like hours before she would go to sleep. Sometimes it was because my husband would be like, she needs to go to sleep. It's this time. And I'm watching her She's not giving me any tired cues or anything else. Plus, I didn't really have her on a schedule um, when, like, all the lockdown, quarantine, whatever stuff started. She went from being with my mom every day to being with me every day. And we were waking up at different hours. Um, and I wasn't really following the same schedule that my mom had for her. Um, so it was kind of crazy. But what I've started doing more like being more cognizant about it and actually including the baby in these routines around just the different events that happen during her day. And what I've noticed is way more consistency with her sleep schedule, um, a lot more st like stress-free bedtime, um, and just like not basically because of what I've built into the routines, 
I don't have to worry about her waking up in the middle of the night because of something stupid that I forgot to do. Um, so that's basically what I'm going to be talking about, what those routines are and what I do. But, um, I'm going to start out with the morning because, um, you know, when babies wake up first thing in the morning, you never know if it's going to be, um, if they're going to wake up in a good mood or bad mood. Most of the time, I think babies wake up in a good mood, but you know, if they woke up in the wrong time of their sleep cycle, or maybe they were having a bad dream. So sometimes they can wake up, you know, fussing and crying. Also, maybe if they've laid awake for a little while and you didn't realize it, and then they're ready to get up and you're not right there, you know, they'll start crying. So I have a song that I sing to her that signals to her that we're waking up. And I only sing it basically whenever we're, um, getting up from bed. Um, so if she's in a good mood, you know, she's just as happy, but if she's in a bad mood, it signals to her that you're not going to, we're not staying here. Mommy's not going to put you back to sleep. We're getting up for the day. And, uh, and I do it at, it's kind of like a morning song, but I do it with her afternoon nap as well if I need to. Um, and also helps me wake her up. If I do have to wake her up from a nap because of an appointment or something like that, I'm able to do that as well. So, um, And now, like, I tried to remember earlier, I keep, it's Good Morning to You is the name of the song. But every time I think, like, I'm going to go to say the words to you guys, it's just, I want to say, wake up, wake up, everybody, everywhere. And that's not the song. That's like a cleanup song. And it's clean up, clean up, everybody, everywhere. So, like, every time I go to say the song, I can't say it. And I'm not going to sing it for you. Um, but it's like, part of it is like, um, we're all in our places, have sunshiny faces. So if you want to Google it, you can. Um, but it just tells her that we're waking up. So if she's in a bad mood, usually gets her out of it. If she is in a bad mood when I wake her up, when she gets up, I will usually sit with her in my lap for a little bit longer. If she's in a good mood, a lot of times I'll kind of bring her into the living room and sit in the middle of the floor with her where she's actually on the floor, but I'm kind of like scooped around her. Um, so where she feels like she's on my lap and we're spending some time together, but when she wants to go play with toys, she can just get up and go. And then I don't feel bad for putting her down, you know? Um, but if she's in a bad mood, I definitely will hold her for a while because she just needs a little bit more wake up time. Um, with her afternoon nap, usually before I do that, we will go into the room and I'll make sure the bed's ready for her, make sure that the sound machine is on. And, um, if I think she's going to want a pacifier, she doesn't really take pacifiers, but sometimes she does. I'll make sure that I have those located. And if I'm planning on doing dishes or anything like that, I make sure that I get any bottles or dishes or whatever out of the room before she goes to sleep. Also going in there and her hearing the noise machine and seeing her bed and the lights off. I think it kind of gets her ready to understand that she's going to sleep. Um, so bedtime is pretty much the same exact routine. Um, and when I say getting her bed ready, I kind of have blankets draped around her bed so that if, um, you know, my husband's got the fan going or if he's laying in bed and so she can't really see and be, you know, and sometimes he'll just like, I know this is going to sound really crazy, but I believe this since probably my second oldest daughter was born. Um, because I had this really weird thing 
and we always had a baby monitor. This is the first baby that I have not had a baby monitor for. Um, and we really don't need it because I don't ever leave the house and you can hear her from any place in the house. So um, my other kids, my room to their room was much further away. So if she was in, if she slept at night in another room for me, I would probably have a baby monitor, but we don't do that. So, um, but when I would start thinking about her, my second oldest, she would wake up like every single time. It was this very weird thing. And especially if I could also hear her on the baby monitor, it was just this really weird thing. And without the baby monitor anymore, it like, it just doesn't really happen. Sometimes it will, like if I'm in the room or if I'm really sitting there, like focusing on her. But I tell my husband all the time, like, stop thinking about her. Stop thinking about her. Stop thinking about her. You're going to wake her up. Cause I really like, I don't know what it is, but it's happened with all my kids. And I really think that there's something there. It's like some kind of connection. But anyway, um, so we drape the blankets to keep, you know, that a little bit, whatever. Um, also she wakes up, she doesn't just wake up and look at us and be like, Oh, I want to go see my mom and dad. You know, she'll just go back to sleep, hopefully. Um, so when she wakes up, if she's playing, she'll pull all those blankets down and they're just like little receiving blankets and stuff. And, um, a lot of times I'll have to put them back, but if I wait until it's time for her to go to bed and I'm already in there, then I'm holding her with one hand, pulling blankets up and it's just not, it doesn't work out. Um, but the nighttime routine is a little bit even more, um, involved. So I don't have a problem putting her down for a nap in her daily clothes. But when it's time to go to bed at night, she really needs to be in long sleeves and long pants because we keep the house pretty cold. And in the afternoon with the sun still out, you know, the house is not as cool as it is at night. So, um, I've, that's also become part of it. If she's not already in a long sleeve outfit that I put her in one and I really, I bathe her like every other day. So sometimes, you know, that's just part of after the bath, we dress her in pajamas, but a lot of times I have to change her out of her clothes for the day back into pajamas. Um, and it doesn't really seem to make a difference whether she takes a bath, you know, whether it's a bath night or not. Um, but obviously usually when I give her a bath, that's not right before bed. We still do some playing after that. Um, I usually do it as like a, like when she's really seems bored. Um, but anyway, my, we have always had like, I mean, personally as an adult with oily skin, not really oily skin, but you know, adults have more oils and stuff. I, you know, take a bath or shower every day, but kids, it just seems to dry them out. And, um, I, even with her hair, like I don't wash her hair, um, every single time, most of the time I do because it usually, she's put some food in it or something, but like if there's a day where her hair's really clean, I won't wash it because, um, I've just been told that it's not good for, um, for baby's skin and hair to be in water and soap and all that kind of stuff all the time. Even if you watch Dr. Dre on YouTube, she's like, um, she says like adults should only wash like areas where skin touches skin, um, like armpits and stuff like that. 
she says, you know, like the other parts of your body, like your arms and legs, if you're constantly putting soap on them, it's actually like messes up your skin's natural, like lipid barrier or something. I don't know. But anyway, so, um, I mean, and then again, like if she's dirty, I'm going to bathe her, whether it's a, the day in between or not. But, you know, it just, that's, so I can't really call that part of the routine because some nights we do and some nights we don't. Um, but if we do take a bath, then there's playing afterwards. Um, and then when it's really time to go to bed, the first thing we do is, um, you know, make sure she's in the right clothes, change her diaper. And then I probably would take her with me to, I don't know if I would do the bottle. I'm trying to think because it's just kind of like routine to me. Um, but I think I would probably do her bottle last because once she sees the bottle, she's kind of like, I want the bottle. But um, we go around and turn the lights off. I, and while I'm doing this, I'm also making sure the back door's locked, the front door's locked. Um, you know, if I see something, <coughs> excuse me, here or there that needs to be picked up or brought into the kitchen, anything that will keep me from making a lot of noise once she actually goes to bed, I'll, you know, if it's something I do with her, I will. And we go around, turn the lights off. You know, I try to get her to turn them off to see, you know, like in her brain, get the understanding that that's, you know, doing the switch turns the light off. Usually though, she'll just grab my finger and make me turn the lights off. Um, but we'll just get everything ready, you know, go in the room, make sure the bed's ready, make sure the sound machine is on. Um, if I think she's going to need pacifiers, you know, locate those. Um, and then, you know, making the bottle, we sit in the rocker, rocker to sleep. And, um, I also check the room to make sure anything that I need to deal with after she goes to sleep is out of the room so that I don't have to go back in. Um, if I'm going to take a bath or shower at that point, I make sure I have, that was actually something I started doing, but I kind of forgot about it. Um, is I would actually go with her into my closet and pick out an outfit for the next day and lay it out. Um, so that like, for instance, today where she, I took a bath when she was napping my clothes would already be out here because a lot of times I won't remember to do it in the afternoon. Um, but again, if I make all that part of the routine and slowly start building on it, and that's really what I did. I, start, I started building the routines because it was like, oh my gosh, I'm giving her the bottle and I haven't even changed her yet. Oh my gosh, I haven't changed her diaper or she's, you know, in not in long sleeve clothes or whatever. And it's like, okay, my brain started saying, when you don't dress her in long sleeves, she wakes up because she's cold. When you don't change her diaper, she ends up with a leaky diaper and then you have a big mess to clean up before you can even get her back to bed. When you don't go in the room and check it first, you have to hold her with one arm. She wakes up while you're putting sheets wherever they go. You know, so it's like kind of built the routines out of um, like just messing up. But other things like going around turning the lights off and things like that, those kind of things have helped so that I get stuff done as well. And even if I'm going to come back out and turn the lights on once I get her to sleep, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, but the turning lights off thing signals to her brain that it's time for bed. So, um, anyway, now once everybody's back home and things, you know, cause most of this routine has already been set up and we've been doing it, but like adding in the turning the lights off and stuff, but it does like last night I actually did not do it. And last night was one of the hardest times I've had getting her to sleep in a long time. And maybe I'm 
you know, maybe I'm crazy, but I really feel like it had something to do with the fact that we didn't really do the routine. Not to mention, when I went to go put her in bed, the light was shining in her face, and somehow my porch light got turned off, and she actually woke up, you'll hear it if you listen to the nighttime routine, she woke up while I was in the middle of doing dishes, and um, I realized the porch light was off, and so it was probably pitch black in there, and we always... Like, I leave the porch light on so that, um, well, first of all, so people stay away from my house, but also so that if something's going on with her, when I go in there, I can see what's going on, because otherwise it's just way too dark. Um, But like I said, it's all, you know, it's all part of um, kind of like just trial and error, finding out what works and all of that, so... um, but it's, it has been helping. It seems like it helps when I do it. Um, I have much better results. And like I said last night, forgetting about turning the lights off and stuff. And that was because I was not planning on going to sleep with her. Um, but it did make a difference. So, um, yeah, just an idea. Like if you're having trouble with those things or if you find yourself like me, because this is the thing. I used to think about myself, like, why can't I get it together? Why does everybody else seem to have such an easy time with everything and I just seem to suck at everything? And I really used to think that about myself and just be like, you know, what is my deal? Like, what is my problem? But the more that I listen to what other people are talking about, like when when you listen to people that are talking about productivity stuff and hacks and things like that, the only reason that they would have needed that hack or whatever is because they were doing whatever the thing is that they're trying to solve through the hack or productivity tips or tricks or whatever. Um, that's the only way you get to those, you know? So like maybe I'm the only person that didn't like plan ahead and just like going by the seat of my pants. But once again, and I know I say this a lot, but being on my phone all the time was definitely a contributing factor because you know, she's watching her show, I'm looking at my phone, and by the time that it's, you know, when she's actually crying and fussy, and I'm like, oh wow, she really needs to go to sleep, you know, it's like, she's ready now, like I don't have time to do a routine and all this kind of stuff, because I'm just on my phone all the time, so I think that's kind of where a lot of this has come from, and it has been since I haven't been on my phone, um, that I've been able to really establish these routines, and you know, I mean, like at the very least, she's, her bed's going to be ready and she's going to be in a new diaper and her clothes are going to be changed. Um, I very rarely just pick her up and start trying to put her to sleep anymore. Um, and I very rarely have waited until the point where she's overtired. So, um, those are all changes that have been really beneficial. So, um, anyway, I'm almost at 20 minutes, so I'm going to go ahead and end this and, um, be very interested to know if you guys have um, like additions and stuff to your routines that you do with the baby that also helps you maybe get some stuff done like you know once I get her in bed I don't have to go and like oh my gosh I gotta tiptoe back in there and see if the door's locked things like that but if you have any other things that you would add um, cleaning buddies podcast at gmail.com I would love to hear them and uh, remember you're only responsible for making the effort bye guys